Hi, friends. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We love being encouraged to live out our faith in Jesus by hearing the stories of women in our church community. We are so glad that you're here. We have all seen delight and wonder in the eyes of a child, and we have all even been that child. Yet somehow things change as we grow up, but should they? Perhaps there's value in holding on to some childlike wonder. Brittany Williams and Mallory Jones inspire and invite us into delight every day, even as adults. Here's our conversation. Hi, I'm Kathy, and I'm here with Mallory and Brittany, and I'm so excited that we get to talk today about delight and wonder, and I think and hope it's going to be a lot of fun. We have a question that we always start our episodes with, and it especially connects with what we're getting ready to talk about today. So I would love to know from each of you, what is a little something that has brought you joy lately? Mallory, what about you? Yeah, this is probably not going to be a surprise, but my dog, (laughs) because I was away from him for 10 days, I believe, when we were in Belize. And so, yeah, he just, every time I see him, it's like, I bet he was so excited to see you. Yes. So I love that. Returning back to him, I would say specifically, has brought me joy. How fun. I love that. I love it when people love their animals. That's so fun. Brittany, what about you? What is a little something that has brought you joy lately? Um, I think, so Mallory and I live together with another one of our friends Mm -hmm. and we, I think it was last night, you know, losing sleep, but last night we went to a concert in the garden, which was really fun. But I think one of the things specifically there was there's um, this family at a table in front of us and I just loved watching them kind of enjoy their kids. Do you remember that? There was this mom with her daughter just kind of like dancing around and how sweet is that? It was. Yeah. I love that. Well, as we go throughout this episode, I hope that we're going to talk about delight and wonder from very simple things to perhaps pretty profound markers. Mm -hmm. And so I actually would like to start off by asking, as you reflect in your life, what are a few key memories, markers, places that you look back on and think that was a moment of real delight and Mm -hmm. wonder? Valerie, what comes to your mind? Yeah, I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is um, I got to live in Ethiopia for a few years, um, like 2018 to 2020. And so this one story comes to mind. I was um, in a hut most of the time that I was there, (laughs) you know, getting to the gospel, like asking the Lord, you know, open up doors for us to share the good news with these people. Because, I mean, some of them had never even heard of Jesus. And so... And they spoke a different language than Spoke you, a different right? language, yeah. So I had to learn a different language, was in full-time um, language school, I guess you could call it. And, um, yeah, so a lot of the difficulty was, like, I've got to remember these stories. You know, I've got to remember my testimony in this language. And, and so there was this one moment, um, there were a ton of them, but one that comes to mind is we were in this hut for about three hours, two or three hours, and I just felt this nudge from the Lord to um, share the story um, of the woman that bled for 12 years. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God, like, 
I'm not ready to share this. Like I have practiced and practiced, but like, I don't, you know, I don't know. And, but you know, when the Lord asks you to do something, you're like, I have to do this, you know? And so I'm like, okay, here we go. And, um, and so I went for it and it turns out like the woman was a believer, um, underground believer, but she literally finished the story for me. And she told me, like, she interrupted me and was like, I um, I know that story, like, from my childhood. And so she got to share, you know, some of her story and how she came to faith and then, you know, why she was in a Muslim or in, in a home with a Muslim man and um, went into that. And so I think I, I just look back at that and just the steadfastness and the dependability of the Lord in circumstances where you're like, I... Like, I don't know where to go. Um, I don't even know how to start this, to begin this, but I know you're asking me to do this. For me, it was, you know, share a story, you know, out of the Bible that I wasn't comfortable with in the language. Like, the Holy Spirit just mm-hmm. showed out, you know. Um, so that is truly a story of delight that the Lord allowed me to experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, I absolutely love that. And I love how the Lord gives us those memories, even as you're talking about it, to reflect upon how sufficient he is and just the delight that we have in that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Brittany, what about you? Any places or memories come to mind when you think about delight? Yes. um, I just think of a lot of quiet, calmer moments, whether it's just me me and the Lord or um, kind of me and a friend just really honestly doing community. And so some of those, um, I used to work at a camp several years ago and I think of just places on camp where, um, well, first of all, it was a lifestyle that was really hard, like physically, um, like we were going every single day doing ministry. Um, and I just remember these moments where it was so nice to get away and maybe like go fishing by myself behind the cabin I lived in, um, or just walk through these woods. There's this part of the forest that was all hickory trees. And at fall, it was just golden, um, which doesn't happen much in Texas. So that's always <laughs> really beautiful to see. Um, and then even while we were just talking a moment ago, I thought of my best friend, um, I think it was about a year, maybe two years ago, but we both were going through kind of a similar season where we just were walking through kind of the same difficult thing in, at the moment. And we met up at a lake nearby and just strung out our hum- our hammocks and put our feet in the sand and just talked and laughed. And there were probably tears too. Um, but it was really sweet just to talk about life, but also kind of swing there and enjoy the breeze and like sailboats and all of that. Um, so for me, it's just the moments where I get to slow down and like mm-hmm. breathe and think and process, um, whether that's just me and the Lord or with a friend. I love that. I love that. I want to hear more. Mallory, do you have any more? Yeah. As far as places, um, this may be a little backwards, but (laughs) so one of my, where I just feel closest to the Lord um, is in the gym. Um, I love working out. I love working out. I love CrossFit. Shout out to CrossFit. Um, But it's... It's honestly in my weakest moments, like when I'm at my breaking point in a workout and I'm at the point where I'm like, all right, I could like stop now, you know, and go sit down. It's, it is literally in those moments where the Lord brings to mind scripture, you know, that I read that morning or scripture that I'm trying to work on, you know, with memorization that I'm so not good at or prayers like man, prayers that I have been begging the Lord, you know, to um, to answer or to give me direction on. It's in those moments where it's like the last 200 meter run or like the last of something <laughs> that He brings to mind, you know, and it helps me push 
forward. And I was even running with a friend the other day and she was on her last leg and I'm like, okay, what were you reading this morning? You know, what are you, what have you been praying for? And it just, it's a, it's a simple delight. It's a different delight. I feel like in the Lord. Um, and it's in that harder place that man, he just, he shows up, you know, I do think it's so interesting and special that both of your stories were in areas where you felt like you were weak or that you didn't have something and that delight of the Lord or in the Lord was so profound to you in those moments. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Brittany, do you have any others that come to mind? Yeah. I think of times mainly in serving and like using my spiritual gifts, it just fires me up. Um, it really does. <laughs> it does. It like, makes you so happy. Oh, like, your so face excited. is lit up as you're yeah. talking right now. Yeah. Um, which we've talked about previously, which is just fun. Um, but yeah, I have gotten to, in the past, serve in student ministry, um, whether that's volunteer or full-time. And um, just there are so many things I could tell you and so many stories I could share. And so even us kind of preparing for this was really hard because I was like, what do I, what do, we do? What do, do I, I say? Um, and so I think kind of a backdoor, front door kind of situation, I think on kind of the hidden side of ministry that people don't see has been so fun mm-hmm. um, partnering with other people to get ready to love young people and to share their gospel with them. And um, kind of one that sticks out to me specifically um, and I didn't realize that this was such a big moment till later and this person came to me, but I just remember we had um, an event essentially in our student ministry and afterwards I just looked over at one of my partners on our team and was like, I have to tell them mm-hmm. that like they are called to this and like the Lord is in them and moving mm-hmm. through them. And it was somebody who um, was kind of newer to ministry uh, vocationally at the time and, and students specifically. And I was like, man, like you are killing it. And the Lord is using you in such big ways and felt absolutely compelled to like, they needed to know. Um, and for me, it was like, I'm just going to encourage you and move on. And like, we're going to, you know, clean up all these sprinkles and stuff. But, uh, and it was really cool because later, a lot later, um, this person like brought it up and like how much of a big moment that was for them. And so that in the moment brought me delight and even later brings me delight just thinking about it. Um, And then there's just the lighter sides of the front side of student ministry, like with the kids. Um, I just remember there's just times where, you know, I had a group of high school girls over to my apartment, like, it's for a Bible study and there's such great things happening. And even now, like they're adults and they'll still mention it at times. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but then a flip side to that is, you know, we would stay up to like ridiculous hours of night playing rock band or eating cookies or whatever it is. Um, so I don't know. I think just the relationships that I've gotten to kind of be a part of, it's been, it's just sweet. I love to how really both of you, but Brittany, you were just sharing that some of that delight came in the midst of doing ministry. And there was even, I know for both of you with student ministry or being Ethiopia, Mallory, there were sacrifices involved in it. And you probably could very honestly tell us that. Mm -hmm. But the first thing your mind went to was how the Lord gave you delight in that. And I think that that isn't something we would necessarily think of if we said, hey, I would like for you to have a day of delight to think, okay, how can I serve and step into someone being a means to that delight? Mm -hmm. Probably wouldn't be the first thing we would think of, but yet in this brief time that you've shared some of the more meaningful stories to you, Mm -hmm. they were both grounded in serving. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe it's 
understood by what you just said and how much joy it's brought you. But I at least want to ask the question, why did delight and wonder matter to you? Or how do you define delight or wonder? Yeah, I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is um, tasting and seeing that the Lord is good, you know, found in Psalm 34. And I think that, first of all, like to delight in the Lord, you need to know Him, right? Like, (laughs) um, know Him, be in His Word. Um, But I think delighting, um, taking pleasure in, um, it leads you to uh, being in all of Him and more just wonder of who He is and and just how, like, man, He works in your day-to-day life, you know? Um, But that's the first thing that comes to mind for me. Yeah. For sure. I think, you know, joy and delight are very similar and often used interchangeably. Um, But when I think of delight, though, my mind separates a little bit more because I just think of it as a little bit more of just a a childlike, like simple thing Mm -hmm. that exactly what you said, Mallory, leads you into something bigger and deeper. Um, And so I think just delight is incredibly important. What I think of is kind of traditional catechisms where um, they ask, like, what is the chief end of man? It's uh-huh. to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And for me, and I think a lot of other people, um, I'll be as bold to say, but I think we can focus a lot on glorifying God, as we should, mm. and sure. forgetting the enjoy him forever, <laughs> um, which means, like, right now, do yeah. I enjoy him? How am I enjoying him? Right. And I've noticed, like, a lot of times in my walk with the Lord, I and in just my personality, I'm very much like a loyalty, like duty kind of person mm-hmm. to where I can miss out on enjoying God. I can miss out on delight um, just because I'm not I'm not necessarily seeking it out or trying to be purposeful in that and just forgetting that I can. Like he's good and like yeah. tasting and seeing like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, he's a good, good God. And like mm-hmm. I if I look for him, like I see his fingerprints everywhere mm-hmm. and I can take joy in those things. And um, I think exactly what you said of delight should lead us into wonder. And there's often times where whether I get to experience something or just see what he's doing, like I get truly wonderstruck of Mm -hmm. like, who, who even is he? Like I discover (laughs) him more and more every single day of like, I just didn't realize that about you or this part of the Lord or quality of him just goes so much deeper than I thought. And like, yeah, who am I to even get to experience that? Like what you said, first of all, you should know the Lord and like that in itself is such a grace. But the fact that like, not only do I get to experience salvation, but so many of these other things and parts of his character, Mm. like that in itself is a grace. Like, isn't it so cool that we, like we, knowing the Lord never gets old. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like there's always more delight and wonder to be found in him because Mm -hmm. he is so, majestic and eternal that there's always more, which is the coolest thing. Yeah, It's wild to me. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So you've both mentioned, yes, there were significant moments of markers, but I also know just like Brittany, you were saying a minute ago that there's opportunity for delight and wonder Mm -hmm. every day. So just kind of brainstorm a little bit or tell me what are some things that often bring you delight just in everyday life? I I, I, most often I'll think of people first. Um, yeah, yeah. So we'll just preface with that. Um, I just, and I talk about this with my friends too at times, people fascinate me. Um, like they're so interesting how the Lord has created us all so differently from just personalities and interests to 
what people laugh at and think it's funny is <laughs> fascinating to me. Like, I don't know, like the Instagram reels. Like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, can yeah, tell yeah. a lot about, about a person by what they send you. Yeah. Um, but then <laughs> that to like how they laugh. Like, I'm serious. I think about these things kind of on the daily. Um, just, man, the Lord is so creative yeah. in how he has made people to be so different in so many ways that I, I can't conjure that up. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. Um, so that's a, just one I think of. There's so many more. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, going off of that, just relationships that since moving to Texas, the Lord has allowed me to be a part of mm-hmm. and even just the community here at Christ Chapel. But one specifically that I'm thinking of is just during the mundane tasks mm-hmm. of the day. Um, like I work for a nonprofit here in Fort Worth, Adair Foundation. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I go to the post office a lot. I go to the bank a lot. Like I see the same people, um, whether I'm sending out orders, depositing things. And man, like God Number one, how he created them, and mm-hmm. there's the different conversations that we get in, but the doors that he opens up, mm-hmm. I'm like, he, like, he's just, he's so big and he's so creative and he's so intentional on where he places you. And so that has been a delight for me. Like, oh, when I, and I love mornings, by the way, that's another delight of mine. <laughs> um, it is not a delight of mine. The pictures of it are, but I think <laughs> I love that about you. I think like, cause you know, you wake up, like the house is quiet. Usually our house is quiet cause I'm the first one yeah. and um, just in all of like, okay, God, like what you gonna do today? You know, like, so, but yeah, going back to- I have learned that for me. You have that childlike, okay, Lord, what are you gonna do today? Yeah. Is something that I, and we haven't hung out that much, no, but like, I think we about, to. we should like maybe be on a podcast <laughs> together to make us do that. Okay. But I love that about you. There is that sense of like, truly like a child. Okay, God, what are you gonna do today? Mm-hmm. Like I've woken up, what are you gonna do? I love that about you. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, it just, especially the post office. I mean, there's so many, there's like four or five that kind of rotate mm-hmm. and it truly has been a joy to do that and to develop the relationships and still working on some, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And I even, I'm delighting right now because even listening to you say that and mm-hmm. share that, the fact that like the Lord has shaped your heart that way yeah. and has like pulled you towards those people. And those are people that like, you're not mentioning them for the first time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like different groups we've had throughout the year, like yeah. they're on your heart and you are watchful of them and care for them. And to me, even right now, I'm like, this is so cool <laughs> that the Lord has shaped her this way and is working in ways that like these sweet people have no idea, but the Lord is coming <laughs> for them. No, seriously. <laughs> That's true. So I true. It. That's where I could just, yeah. I love right now, that. I'm, I'm feeling great. Just, listening to what the Lord's doing, you know? Mm. So in addition to people, what are everyday things y'all love? Um, So this is one I feel very passionately about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little scared. Uh (laughs) Um, So Mallory mentioned her dog. I don't have one. Um, I'm the fun aunt of the family. She is the fun aunt. But um, I have very strong feelings about golden retrievers. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I I can never turn one down. They are just God's gift to mankind. Me too. (laughs) Um, So that's just one thing. Like we're walking around the neighborhood. I see a golden retriever. I'm I'm unwell. (laughs) I just love them so much. So that's one thing. Love it. Great dogs. They're so wonderful. Mm -hmm. Shepherd's part one. He is part one. He's a golden toodle, by the way. (laughs) 
You are so fun. It's a little lighthearted one. Awesome. What else? What other than people, Mallory, what's an everyday thing? Everyday thing. I think, you know what, Brittany and I, I think we talked a lot about this. Movement is so important to me. And so like even throughout the day, getting to, because I'm right on the uh, Trinity Trail, like one side of it. Uh And so getting to walk out and walk along the river and just like take that time, no matter what's happening in my day, I'm like, God, you you crafted that into my schedule Mm -hmm. in this season and allowed that to be a thing for me, you know, and he didn't have to. Mm -hmm. And um, I I don't know if we were talking about it today, but just like movement, or it was last night because we ate dinner and we went for a walk to get to our car. And I was like, (laughs) I love movement. Yeah, that was a side note, but Mm -hmm. just in the middle of my day, I can go out, there's a river and I I take a walk. Mm -hmm. So there's delight in that for sure. And I think of that and while she's delighting in movement, I'm over here looking at everything probably around us of just looking at creation yeah. and the things around us. Wildflower season in Texas. Mm. Love it. Gorgeous. So pretty. Like beauty is a big thing for me. Yeah. Um, especially like very natural. Thing. Like it's all like the Lord's hand and kindness of mm. um, like, you know, I've done nothing to deserve being able to see this and look at this. And it's just so good. So good to mm. see her. Mm. I know that you find delight, not just in the everyday, but I know both of you are really passionate about scripture and scripture is also a wonderful place for us to find delight. So has there been anything in the scripture lately that has brought you delight? I, I, absolutely. Um, I recently have been reading through Matthew and, um, this is one of it, it just strikes me kind of funny and I enjoy it so much. Um, I was reading through Matthew six and, it's a series of the Lord, um, the Sermon on the Mount, being very, um, honestly, giving warnings to the people of being like, hey, be careful, yeah. like, how you pray. Like, are you trying to make a show of it? Or are you, mm. like, going to secret and talk to the Lord? Like, he'll uh-huh. reward you, you know? Um, and when you give and when you worship and when you do all these things, like, who yeah. are you doing it for? Mm-hmm. Don't do it for people. Like, do it for the Lord. Do it in secret. He'll reward you. Like, mm-hmm. over and over, just kind of drilling it into the people and I think there's not always, but there are times where I've read that and been like, okay, do, do this. Don't, don't do this, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, read it as it's this kind of stern thing, which there is a seriousness about it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week I was reading it and I was like, you know what? Like that is very, so kind of him. And I read it as like an unburdening of like, Hey, you don't have to perform. You don't have to, like, you can take the mask off. Um, like, wow. come and enjoy me for what it is. Like, come and talk to the living God. Come and worship wow. Him and sit with Him. And, you know, you don't have to, like, worry about what people think. You don't have to strive for what people think or whatever it is that, you know, we're putting on our shoulders, like, unnecessary weight. Um, I just read it with this this really warm tone of invitation of, like, mm. He wants to spend time directly with me. And I, for second of all, like can do that again, like amazing, mind bending mm-hmm. that, you know, I have a privilege of getting to sit with the king and why would I want to pretend that I'm doing it just so other people could, you know, pat me on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So, wow. The word's so great. Yeah. It's really sweet. What about you, Mallory? Anything mm-hmm. in the word brought you joy lately? Yeah. So I'm going through uh, the Bible chronologically and this is my second time doing it. Uh-huh. Um, I think one thing that comes to mind, I just finished Song of Solomon and now I'm in Proverbs, but the 
one of the sweetest things about it is my mom back in Georgia is going through it with me. And so, so fun. she'll send in her comments and I'll send in mine and, I'm, and she'll call me and say, hey, like, what do you think about this? Or, you know, mm-hmm. I've been praying about this. Did you see it this way? But to add on to that, this happened in Belize um, when we were, Brittany and I were on our trip. Um, one morning I was on the, not one morning, every morning I tried to make it out to the dock and I part of my quiet time was in first John four nineteen, we love because he first loved us. And I because of the season that I have the time that I've been walking through as far as um just the Lord exposing a lot of, you know, where I've had I feel like I've had to strive to earn his love. I've had to strive to um make those around me happy. And honestly it's it's been uh, really sweet and gracious of the Lord to gently like uh, expose that and reveal that in my heart. Um, But like once I read that, I was like, yeah, like that's why I'm here in Belize or that's why at home, like he's put people in my life because he first loved us, Mm -hmm. like period, nothing else, you know, like it's out of his love, out of an overflow that we get to do the things that we do, that he asks us. and that we get to love others. And even to add on to that, literally we get on the bus mm-hmm. to go out and serve that day. Someone is sharing their testimony with me and share that verse. Are you serious? And I didn't want to interrupt the person, mm-hmm. you know, but I had chills as he, as that person's talking about it. And then the next morning it comes up again in my quiet time. And so just being like, okay, God, like <laughs> I hear you, you know, and even reflecting back on working through some of the yucky, you know, of loss and just some, just the hardship. Um, Again, God being gentle and compassionate in His, like, um, just chasing after Mm. me, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I want you to get this, that like, you only love because of what I did first. Isn't that so kind of Him? So, so kind. So kind. Okay, I love this. I've loved everything y'all have said about delight, and we clearly are not done talking about it. <laughs> but everything we've shared, I know it can sometimes come across as, which none of us think it is, that delight is easy. Mm-hmm. And delighting in the Lord at times is as easy as just noticing a wildflower. But I don't want to make it sound like that no effort is required or that we don't have to learn or it isn't something we can increase with some effort. Mm -hmm. So what have you learned or what has come to mind about learning to delight and what that process has looked like for you and maybe even does look like for you right now? Yeah, I think one thing that definitely has been a learning process for me. Um, I am a person like I honestly naturally love to delight. Um, I love to just enjoy things and people and all these, all the things we've mentioned and more I could go on. Um, but I think for me, what I have learned and still learn and will always need to learn um, is what, where do I take delight? Um, Cause I think choosing to delight is a choice and an action and, um, something we have to train ourselves to do properly in a sense. Um, because one thing I do know about myself is I do enjoy a lot of things, um, but I want to be careful to watch like what am I delighting in and why am I delighting in it? Because uh, we kind of alluded to this before, but I think delight in its proper form ought to lead us to worship. Um, and for me, I 
can definitely just kind of stay and focus on the thing I'm delighting in or the person I'm delighting in and camp out there, um, which does not lead into anything except for raising up an idol over the Lord, <laughs> which is not fun. Yeah. Um, you know, it might be great in the moment, but like, it's not good for my soul and my heart. And like the Lord will reveal that to me. And he has in the past. And there's times where, um, really one time uh, in college where I just slipped into codependency, had no idea because I was delighting this wonderful person that the Lord had made. And my delight stayed in that person. And it didn't lead me as a reflection of they look like this because of how the Lord created them. Um, it was just, this person is great. And therefore, like, huh. that's you know. great insight. Yeah. And so I think just being careful of like the Lord, or excuse me, the enemy loves to take good things and twist them. Yeah. Like that is, and my flesh does as well. Like that is just the game of sin. And so I think with delight and just making sure, like, where does it lead me? If it's the right kind, if it's good, like it will lead me to the Lord. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Yeah. Wow. That was good. Um, I would say, so about a year ago, May was a year that I lost uh, a really sweet friend. She was actually a little sister to me. And um, I mentioned it earlier, just it being a year of, of loss and, um, just kind of working through that. But I think of her specifically and trying and depending on delight in the fact that the Lord knows what He's doing. Mm -hmm. And He knew what He was doing when He called her home. Mm -hmm. uh, she was 21, and I met her when she was in middle school. Um, and, I mean, the Father, when I think back, like, with our, our time together and all the short-term mission trips we got to go on and getting to learn from this young girl that could share the gospel in beautiful ways, you know, and um, her calling me up and saying, hey, let's go knock on doors and invite people to church or, hey, you know, mom and dad are saying, come over tonight, they're going to cook dinner and we're going to um, plan VBS, you know, that's coming up. And just like her push in my life, you know, to surrender everything to the Lord, um, I think is something that I miss. And so just wrestling, um, if I'm really honest, wrestling to delight in the fact, again, that God knew what He was doing, and He still does, and um, fighting to delight that she's with Jesus, um, because it's hard. You know, she's not here. Um, and there's, you know, there's always so much that you feel like you should have said or should have done or just all these things. Um, but also delighting in, in the things that I learned from her, mm -hmm. even though she was younger than me and I mean, way younger than me and man, like her tenacity to make the Lord known and to bring people into the kingdom. Like I'm still... I'm still, you know, sitting on that. And God, how can I live better because of that? Mm. Um, but that's something that I'm learning to do. I haven't mastered it. Mm -hmm. So, Thanks for sharing that. I know that's a tender, still very real mm -hmm. pain and real growth and learning opportunity as you're learning to delight in God's providential hand and what He's doing. Yeah. And that is something that I think, Brittany, you sharing just that, our sin can become involved in our delight mm -hmm. and 
learning how do I delight in a world where there is suffering, I think are the real, that's real for all of us Mm -hmm. in different ways. And that's a side of delight and a reality of delight that we need to and have to talk talk about. And I'm really grateful y'all would share that. Yeah. I know that we had brainstormed together and we've never done this, but we brainstormed an idea, which we're not (laughs) sure how it's going to work, but we decided (laughs) we're going to try it. Who knows where it'll go? Brittany's idea. So if it goes well, <laughs> no, no, we're going to admit that. Send this note to Brittany if it goes well, and Mallory and I it. are along for the ride, and right. we're actually excited <laughs> because we decided: what if we just took five minutes and said we're going to try to delight? Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to bounce back and forth ideas <laughs> because this learning to delight is also to me making a choice to delight. Yeah. Like you could go on a walk and not choose to delight. You mm-hmm. could go buy a wildflower and not delight. Mm-hmm. You could meet a new person mm-hmm. and not delight in it Absolutely. or in that person. Yeah. And so we have said, okay, we're just going to start a timer and say for five minutes, we're just going to say, what can we delight in and what may create wonder for us? So we are laughing and we're going to do it and it's going to be fun. And so we nominated Brittany to be the first person to start (laughs) off with something. So Brittany, you start us off and for five minutes, we're just going to share things that bring us delight. So go. Uh, The first I think of is, so Mallory alluded to this, Mm -hmm. um, but just over a week ago, we were both in Belize uh, with the young adult ministry here on a mission trip, and um, it was really fun. We served really hard, and with that, there is a day towards the end of the trip where we just went into the jungle, and we all jumped into this really cold pool with a waterfall going into it. It was mm-hmm. beautiful, um, especially after like a long, like hot, hard week. Yeah. It was really fun, and there's lots of aspects about that that were really fun. I think waterfalls literally are one of my favorite things that Mm -hmm. were created. Like Mm -hmm. I try to find and get to waterfalls. There's Mm -hmm. something majestic and powerful and beautiful about them. I'm also like a, I know it sounds weird, but I'm a water person. Like if Mm -hmm. you put me near a lake or near an ocean, not really a pool, but like I last weekend was with some friends at a lake house and like we weren't swimming, we weren't boating, we were just there. And like something about just staring at the water brings me such awe and delight. Mm. So when you said waterfall, like internally, my heart was like, I love waterfalls. There's something about them that are magical to me beyond what I can rationally explain. Mm -hmm. And I think too, like, because it's so much bigger than you are Mm -hmm. and because we're not around waterfalls every day, or at least we aren't here in Texas, you know, (laughs) um, But yeah, it's just, it's something that we can't wrap our minds around. And so I think that when you think of waterfalls or you think of big bodies of water or it's just that it keeps you like in awe of there's a creator behind this. Okay, my favorite waterfall is in the North Georgia mountains because that's where I went to camp. And I'm looking at Mallory because she's from Georgia. And so I'm going to throw something else that my brain went to as delight as we were talking about. This was different places Mm -hmm. and landscapes and different Mm -hmm. cultures and different people. Like one of my favorite things is to experience a different culture or to like, we joked that there may not be many waterfalls around Fort Worth, Texas, which is true. But like, (laughs) I delight in the fact that like, that it's different. Mm -hmm. Like having grown up in South Carolina and Georgia, like there's a certain terrain there and a certain flavor of the people Mm -hmm. that I love and coming to Texas or going to a different 
country or culture, like there's a different flavor inside of people. And I find it to be so delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, anything where it's like you have to search it out, it makes it that much more exciting mm-hmm. and rewarding. Ooh, that's cool. So when I hear you saying that, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I agree. But I'm like, because it's not everywhere. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why when I talked about people earlier and appreciating their uniqueness, this is all just coming to me right now. It's because it's not common to everything and everywhere and every place. And so that makes me like enjoy it more. But when you say that, I think of languages. Like I can get nerdy about languages. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I never knew that I enjoyed learning languages until like, because I mean, I studied Spanish throughout Mm -hmm. high school and college, but it was like when I was immersed, when I was like in the culture Mm -hmm. learning, um, man, it was incredible because like you have to fall on your face to get good at it. You have to mess up, you know, yes. and be okay with that. So. Okay. So do you ever delight? Okay. This is kind of funny. You just said messing up and I'm a type A perfectionist and I'm like, <laughs> do you ever delight? Okay. Like, and as a perfectionist, there's a lot of times I don't delight in messing up, but sometimes yeah. when you mess up and do something kind of ridiculous, do you just laugh at yourself and find delight sometimes in like doing something accidentally ridiculous or messing up? All the time. <laughs> yeah. When you can laugh at yourself, is uh-huh. that not one of the most delightful things? Yes. Mm-hmm. And like a belly laugh. I'm not talking like a chuckle. Oh, that would be I on my delight talk- list. <laughs> belly laughs. Yes, belly They're laughs. So good. I'm serious. No, but it comes like deep, deep down. Yeah, you and know? you start crying. Yes, Ugh. that's when you crying know. while you're laughing has mm-hmm. to be one of the best things in the world. Or like completely silently laughs. Yes. It's like you got. That's just what you get. <laughs> <laughs> it's also really fun when you're watching someone that like needs to stop laughing for what they're doing or they're uh-huh. trying to say something uh-huh. and they can't. Uh-huh. Like I'm having a friend. He just like when he would get like that. It's one of my favorite things because he can't talk yeah. and it is the funniest thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a moment like that on our trip and <laughs> yeah, just somebody in one of our small groups just got so tickled by this story. And it was <laughs> so, we we're trying to enter into the serious moment after that. And it was, we got there eventually, but it took a second and just, yeah, I really, truly, I agree. I delight in that so much. Well, because usually if one person's laughing, other people start laughing. Mm-hmm. So in a way, like it brings you together, you know? Like, it kind of does. Takes the it edge unifies. off. Yes, it, takes, it unifies. It unifies. <laughs> okay, y'all, it's been five minutes. We can just okay. five minutes of wonder I tonight. love it. There's so and much I, more. I feel like we were, we're sitting at a restaurant just talking and laughing. Uh-huh. It makes me yeah. want to like do it some more. Mm-hmm. Put it on the calendar. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Which I just, I don't it's so encouraging to me. Because I'm like, all of these things that we just listed, most of them are just small. You know, but with delight, like rightly attributing the goodness of God to him, Mm. Mm. it's just so fun and good. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I know that leads into one of the things that I've heard you guys share, and both of you shared it equally with this sense of awe as you talked about delight and wonder from this moment that we have just shared, laughing and talking about things to the fact that God shows you himself mm-hmm. or lets you delight in him at all. Mm-hmm. And both of you have almost said this, why me, in a good way. Not like, why have I had to go through this hard thing, but like, why me? Oh. Why would God give me a wildflower or a hard workout or mm-hmm. a waterfall? And so as we begin to close, I would love to hear either a final thought or maybe if you would share some of that awe I've heard both of you share from a why me perspective? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that really helped me to begin 
thinking that way. I had a mentor um, in a fellowship program I was in one time who she's been through a lot. Um, and part of her story when she shares it is um, she's gone through a lot of suffering. But what sticks out to me, because our stories are very different, <clears throat> is her saying, you know, I'm not entitled to have like this certain situation with my family or with my health or mm-hmm. any of that. Um, and so though I haven't had the same walk and the same story as her, which is a beautiful thing that they're different, um, I have kind of, that thought has just sat with me of when I do get to experience good things and when I do get to see the goodness that is in so many things, like it really has brought me perspective of like, I am so small. The Lord is so big and like, I don't even deserve my salvation. Like I can't do anything to earn it. And like, we all here at this table, like we know that. And yet like these things we've talked about today, Mm. he lets me be a part of that. And yet um, I get to serve and use my gifts in the church to help build her up. And yet, um, you know, I get to experience community and learn vulnerability, which is a reflection of a relational God, you know, and I could keep going and yet, and yet, Mm -hmm. and it's just my question is like, who am I to experience these things? And it's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's, we are so small in the grand scheme of things. Like what the Lord is doing here, you know, around the world, like, man, you know, take yourself out, you know, put yourself to the side for a second. It's like, God doesn't need me for this, you know, but he chooses to bring us in. He chooses to say, hey, Mal, go live in Ethiopia for two years and bring my name to them, you know, and let me work through you. Like he chooses to delight in his, mm-hmm. in his creation, in his people and his daughters, you know, and son. And so I just think, man, he uses sinful people for his glory. Right. And man, when you're surrendered and like, you know, even when you don't know what tomorrow holds or when you, you don't know how to say something in a language or even in Texas, like leading in ministry with young girls, you know, and you're like, how do I handle this? Like, he chooses to use you in those moments where you don't know how to handle it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So. I love it. Any other final thoughts or encouragement before I'm, I pray? We would have to be here for 10 more minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Better not. <laughs> I know we could keep going. Well, yeah. I am grateful that y'all are examples to be in really just encouragement to delight and just the awe that both of you in your voices, in your demeanors, in your, the way you live your life, I know you're both in awe of who God is. And I know your hearts are very genuine in what you've shared today. And it's not because life is always easy, but it's because God really is that delightful Mm -hmm. and is, like you'll have said, like in the kindest way, lets us experience that, lets us experience his wonder. It really is a Lord, why me? That's so kind of you. You didn't have to do that, but you did. Yeah. Okay, let me pray. Lord, I'm just so grateful. You are so kind to us. You give us delight and you give us wonder. I pray for the three of us and for everyone listening that you would open our eyes, our hearts, and our minds to see and experience the delight and wonder that you have put around us and the infinite delight and wonder that can be found in you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. 
For more episodes, be sure to follow Encouraged and Equipped.